All right, welcome to old school. How's this for a fun edition? Johnny Pie, Annie Casper. That's Annie. a new one. Please, please do not call me Annie. Annie Oakley Casper. Okay, you are Annie Oakley though. You know, so I, I was just saw uh, the House Baratheon sigil uh, because that's how we roll here at the Young Turks. Mm -hmm. And I remember their, their slogan, it's not their slogan, what is their, what is their, their saying? House their, words. Their house words is, ours is the fury. And I thought, oh, Anna's a Baratheon. <laughs> I didn't know that, so now we know. Yeah. People might have thought uh, Targaryen, but it turns out Baratheon. I've gotten and really Kasperian. good, look, let's keep it real. Like I've gotten good at like- Dialing it down? Yeah, I mean, entirely really? what you guys don't know is like, no, you guys don't get it. You don't understand like the intense, rage inside me every day and how I have to like contain it because if I don't then I mean it's going to have negative consequences for the company You're and like for the myself right. and no ours is the fury um. Um, <laughs> no but like like the thing that comes to mind I I hate everything about Twitter like I know like complaining about Twitter it's like old stuff like whatever so cliche but there's so many lunatics out there. So many people who think, like I think what frustrates me the most is the unbelievable self-absorption and narcissism on Twitter. So yesterday I couldn't help myself, mm -hmm. right? So this one person, I don't know who she is and she's a lunatic, plain and simple, insane, right? Sends me like, sends a bunch of us some tweet about how she sent us links about Mitch McConnell blocking voting on, on um, election protection legislation, whatever. And we said that the story isn't important. First of all, we covered the story. Second of all, I didn't see your tweets because I don't spend all day like rubbing one out on Twitter, which I feel like everyone <laughs> does all day, right? It's time Is that what they do on Twitter? No, Jeez. but like I, I knew I was missing something. Pay, I, like, I don't Trending. have the time, I don't have the luxury to sit around and pay attention to every tweet. Right. I, okay, I know, but you've now accidentally spun us off in a different direction. Because I'm imagining the poor son bitch. <laughs> no, doing, she's not poor. She's no, crazy. no, 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 not her, not her. The one he's a rubbing one out on Twitter. <laughs> like, who's like, oh, that's such a good political point. Oh my God, I'm almost yeah. there. And I'm, I don't about actually mean, I'm about to trend locally. And I don't mean, by the way, I don't literally mean masturbation. When I say no, that, I, I know, mean, I know. I mean, people like they pleasure, like they find pleasure in being. On Twitter, can, right? can I add on to that? Actually, they pleasure themselves with that. It drives yeah. me nuts. So one of the big issues with Twitter is that people are incredibly disingenuous. But like, yeah. I I thought I knew how disingenuous a person could be. Usually, once something be becomes undeniable, you just don't talk about it if you're you know a intellectual shill or whatever. We just avoid it. But I had a person. So AOC tweeted out the thing about Mitch McConnell, how his team is like boys will be boys or whatever. Yeah. And I responded, that's disgusting. Somebody said, what's disgusting? They're just posing with a photo and giving a thumbs up. And I'm like, so no, you I seeing know, that I you know. looked at that image and you saw someone doing this when what they were actually doing was choking. And groping her, yeah. It's like how, and by what the way, conversation is there to be had with you? You know, I don't know if you guys can find that picture because we covered it on the show today. But my recollection is not only were they choking, groping, etc. It's a cutout, a cardboard cutout of AOC. This is volunteers for Mitch McConnell. But they were also, I think, three of them were literally doing a thumbs down rather than a thumbs up. Which is the opposite of a thumbs up. Exactly. Just so in a sense, that's like even crazier. Like they literally see a thumbs down and they're like, he's just giving a thumbs up. I don't understand what the problem is. But you see, you guys messed up because now I have to explain how I'm the Neo of Twitter, okay? Oh my God. I don't know what that means. Okay. It's in the Matrix. Okay. You said you've never watched the Matrix? Let's continue with your show. When we do our movie night, that's what we were watching. Okay, all right. The tweets come and I'm like, <laughs> Not a Neo single one hits me. Gunfire. Yeah. <laughs> Not a single. I mean, I go all the way down. <laughs> I solved the matrix, man. Here's how I solved there it. There is no tweet. Right? There is no tweet, exactly. First of all, I don't see 99% of the tweets. So if you're yelling at me for something that you think I ignored or did based on an earlier tweet, 
None of that happened, it's in your imagination, I didn't see it. Okay, now 99% sounds high, 95%, okay? Of the 5% of the tweets that I do see, of course it's filled with madness, right? No, and but like, I get annoyed by how <laughs> crazy people are. Like it's, it's, it bothers, it's it bothers frustrating me too. to know that there are so many of them, see, right? I, and I, and I'm, like, by the way, right wing lunatics, whatever, we know they're crazy, like I'm used to that, I don't care. Like this is a person who's attacking from the left and just like completely lying about us. So there were two things. First of all, you're lying about us. And that like I can't just let that slide, right? Mm-hmm. We covered the story. No, no, and I asked her, I was like, can slide. you provide any evidence of any of us saying that that story wasn't important? Of course she can't provide evidence because she's a lunatic. Okay. And then secondly, <laughs> secondly, it it frustrates me that people think people like her, not everyone obviously, think that they're so important that I'm paying close attention to what they're tweeting me. And so I told her to fuck off because that's what of she Of course you did because you're house yeah. Kasparian. No, she should fuck off. <laughs> okay. Truck um. okay, by the way, we're not necessarily referring to any specific person. And these are of course all personal opinions and not any scientific facts about them. Okay, now having done that. Lunatic. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right. So Anna, I'm telling you, man, like if you were to, like if you were on my account, that's what made me Neo because I'm so like if I wasn't Neo, I'd be riddled with proverbial bullets on social media. Everyone is crazy, but from a different direction, right? There's the left winger who thinks I'm not left enough. There's a left winger that thinks I'm too left. Mm-hmm. There's a left winger who thinks I'm too moderate left. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, and then from the right wing, all like madness all around. So like now I swear to you that I am genuinely amused by it. Uh, like I don't know, I just looked at it for a second because uh, of the whole uh, Joaquin Castro so-called controversy, right? And how he outed, outed, he got donors from Open Secrets and put them on Twitter. Yeah, like it's just mm-hmm. taking from one part of the internet and putting it on another part of the internet. People are like, "You're doxing, right?" He doxes them by saying they live in the San Antonio region, right, mm-hmm. and that they are people who gave money to Republicans. And so Republicans are like, "Now I guess giving campaign contributions, tons of campaign contributions to politicians is now bribery." Uh, yeah. Okay, I say every time it's legalized bribery, but yeah, if you, okay, hey, let me ask you something. If you want to put aside that story, if you wanted to bribe a politician, what would you do? You would give them money. I rest my case. (laughs) I mean, that's literally what we're doing. We're giving money to politicians that used to be called a bribe. And now instead, but like if you're a person, you have a cap, you can only do 5,400, including the primaries, etc. Um, but if you want to do independent expenditures, there's no limits. Sheldon Adelson, I think, gave 50 million in one election cycle. It does, and well worth it because he got a multi-billion-dollar tax break from the Trump administration. So it's like 50 million that election, 30 million that election. That's like the best money I ever spent. But no, 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 no. It's not a bribe. He just cares about Donald Trump's health and mm. he wants to do it for charity. He's I doing it made, for all the other billionaires. I've made the biggest mistake. It's a giant faux pas that annoys me when it happens well, on old school. Because you started popping. Yeah, what did I do? What did I do? Like my eyes started glazing over. I'm I like, know, well, what I did know, I do? I know. I know I'm I know. sorry. Okay. And some of you like it, you know, in old school. I, I don't. Um, I especially don't like it when I'm here. So let's talk about. <laughs> but you can't help yourself. No, no. Like I even recently discovered the degree of rage there is in House Kasparian. Why? <laughs> what made you recently? No, no. I just like uh, I thought like it was a certain level, and then I found out it actually goes to eleven. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, anyways, um, so we're we're going to discuss some fun stuff, including. Um, the the things that we're going to criticize, okay, are Reno, Nevada, um, people who play board games. Oh, what? <laughs> why? I don't want to criticize people who play board games, but by the way, that's I don't another. Razz you, it's fun. Yeah, no, by the way, <laughs> Wait, speaking but- of Twitter. That's another attack I got earlier this week that I'm insensitive to people who play board games mm. because uh, we make fun of you, John. You well, know, Ben got attacked group. today for that. No, no, I know it was part oh, of the same okay, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, it wasn't twice; it was just once. 
We just um, protect the board game players. Yeah, we're, like Brooke and Solid Ben game. were like replying seriously. I'm like, look guys. Copy Monopoly goes flying by you. The person, and, and here's what I mean, like I, I, that person is actually perfectly well-meaning. Um, but I find it to be an illegitimate criticism, although it, we'll have fun, we'll actually discuss it here. So you actually had a nice impact, right? Mm -hmm. um, but. It's not, I don't need to defend myself against the board mm. gaming community. <laughs> because I'm not actually opposed to board games, I'm just messing around. We're having fun, we're having <laughs> right. fun, right? Like John is someone we love and adore, and we're having yeah, fun by harassing him. Because look, let, let's just keep it real, right? John is insanely interesting, and he has all these different yeah. hot, like, oh, no, yeah, no, okay, yeah, but like, let's agree to disagree, look, but okay. Regardless of what you think about these hobbies, the fact that he has so many hobbies and so many interests outside of work is fascinating. Yeah, okay? I again, and that's a good thing. Like, I like woodworking, I wish I spent more time doing it. I love interior design, I wish I spent more time doing it, but I, I don't have as much time to do it, right? Same with John, but he somehow still finds the time. Yeah, that's it's mainly hard. what I'm against. Um. Okay, so like the figurine paintings and like miniature painting. <laughs> figurine doesn't sound as good. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. Figurine <laughs> paintings makes it sound like you've got some you've got somebody tied up in a basement. Exactly, and I'm painting them. Yeah, no, yeah. but like it's super cool. Oh, I love that. You look so good. Thank you. I think when so you're too. a tiny yeah. person. And the board games, like Jake, what do you do on your like? What is your hobby? Do you have a hobby? Yeah, of course I have a hobby. No, you're like Fantasy so football. immersed in politics. Like no, 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 no. I have I have several hobbies. The but the mo, the primary one is a really manly thing called fantasy football. <laughs> figurine football. Okay, figurine. Enough, I do enough. little little figurines of running backs and wide receivers. They have that. Um, they probably do. <laughs> uh, no, so I do do fantasy football and I love it. I got the third. Uh, draft pick this year, and I've been buzzing about it ever since. Exciting. So that's like, and Ben was seriously answer, answering the person on Twitter, like, oh, we, I do fantasy football, I did some baseball Dice game. Thing. Yeah. 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 You know? We're having fun. Okay. We're having yeah. fun. We all anyway, love each other. Su super fast before we push into that, though. So you, yeah, a couple days ago, I messaged you about going to see a movie. Yeah. Do you know why I did that? Why? You guys had been throwing me under the bus, something to do with Harry Potter or something. Someone sent me uh, the clip, and so that's why I messaged you saying, uh, I didn't think you'd seen this and I was worried about it. Oh, I thought about Harry was Potter. Why I said, yeah, you guys so said something about that. It wasn't a serious No, it was event. also an invite, and it's a real uh, event. But it was like that I'm worried you haven't seen it was how you guys had pitched it. And you oh, no, that no. apparently went No, no, I, I assumed that you heard our conversation. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, because well, that I was, did. I mean, that was too much of a coincidence. So mm -hmm. I got yeah. it. Yeah. Can we note that uh, before we push into that is a kind of a weird <laughs> saying, right? Yeah, weird uh, but well chosen. Okay, interesting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we are also apparently going to, are we going to criticize DSA? Okay, hold. Let's not get that far, okay. right? Because I don't think that this is representative of DSA. I think that uh -oh, there are, drops. and it's not even a, it's not a uniquely DSA thing. But something happened at the annual DSA meeting that um, I think should be discussed in the broader context of left-wing politics. Oh, yeah, and it is the oversensitivity, mm -hmm. which distracts. Let's just get to it. Let's get into. No, it no, now. we're gonna do it right now. Yeah, okay, listen. Uh, this is why I love old school. I never get through the intro. Uh, old school brought to you by uh, shoptyt.com, where you <laughs> get this excellent shirt and John's Young Turk shirt, shirt and ball. this hoodie. Uh, so I think it's got a back. Yeah. Oh yeah, see the, the revolution rallies. rallies. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to oh, keep adding. Cool. We just, we just cool? did another one. Yeah. Are we gonna make more as we have more rallies? Good question. Don't know. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna ask the thugs at shoptyt.com soon. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So now I'm gonna get tweets about like I don't think it's right to call your own employees thugs. <laughs> okay, uh, DSA go. Okay, so the annual uh, DSA meeting <coughs> happens, and let me just preface this by saying that I think there are so many important issues that this organization fights for. So I feel a lot of love for them, um, especially when they're hyper focused on economic justice. But I think that. On the left in general, and I want to be clear, this is not a uniquely DSA thing. This is something I've been seeing on the left, and I think that it's a problem. I think that we are so hyper aware of our small differences or what we perceive to be microaggressions 
that we harp on that and lose focus from what our priorities are, what the bigger issue is, the systemic change we want, right? And so the video that we're about to watch, I think, highlights that. It happened at the DSA meeting, but again, this is not something that is unique to DSA. I've seen it everywhere on the left, so take a quick look. If we want to defeat capitalism, we are going to need a party that will organize working people to fight for the demands that we want and to win socialism. Thank you so much. Uh, Quick point of privilege, quick point Um, of personal privilege. Um, Guys, uh, first of all, James Jackson, Sacramento, he, him. I just want to say, can we please keep the chatter to a minimum? I'm one of the people who's very, very prone to sensory overload. There's a lot of whispering and chatter going on. It's making it very difficult for me to focus. Please, can we just, I know it's, we're all fresh and ready to go, but can we please just keep the chatter to a minimum? It's affecting my ability to focus. Thank you. Thank you, comrade. Okay, is there a speaker against name, point chapter, pronoun? Point of personal privilege. Yes. Please do not use gendered language to, to address everyone. No, no, I'm, no, no, no. Okay, first of all, this is insane. Like, you guys all know how we feel about pronouns when it comes to someone who identifies as transgender. I respect that and I always will. But you don't get to police language pertaining to people in general, right? So if she's yeah. using gendered language, that is the way we've been talking for forever, right? Like. This is like this is what we're gonna harp on. So, what are we doing? This is why we lose. Economic justice is supposed to be the priority, but we're we're. I feel like the left gets off on criticizing one another. Oh yeah, well, I think that that's Great true. Time. And holding so, each other at these like insane standards, and most of this policing has to do with things that really distract from the common goal we share, and it's. Frustrating because while we're having conversations about ripping someone because they're using gendered language, the right wing is fighting in solidarity to stack the courts against us, to solidify power, to basically push for and succeed in accomplishing all the systemic changes they want. So look, once we get to a place where we achieve the systemic change that we want, then we can have fun discussing what type of language is appropriate, I guess. But for now, that was stupid. Just keeping it real, that was stupid. No, because look, this is why we're losing. This is why we're losing. I know people are gonna get real sensitive, but I wanna be referred to as a woman, right? Because that's how I identify. So if someone is up there giving a speech and they mention me and they say she, and then someone else stands up and says, don't use gendered language, I'm gonna get pissed. Because you don't get to speak for everyone. Yeah. Unacceptable. I mean, it's just, it's stupid. It's stupid. Respect the transgender community, fight for their rights, fight for their equality, but don't tear. She's a well meaning person who's up there saying what, basically giving a speech on what we need to fight for. And instead of talking about that, we're having a conversation about gendered language. I don't know, maybe I'm coming off too strong. Yeah, well, it's uh, it, par for the course. Uh, so I, I actually have mm. two other bones to pick there. Um, look, and and so I don't know if this is my old conservative self. Uh, I but I one thing I do know is I know politics, and so that clip right there doesn't play well anywhere, anywhere. If you think that that's if you think it's good policy, that's an interesting discussion. And then we might not agree, etc. But it's a worthy, fine conversation. If you think it's good politics, you're just flat out wrong. Okay, you go to the middle of Indiana and you say, "No, I demand to call, have everybody be called he, him, or whatever it is." Right? You're not going to win a single election. So that's okay. You, maybe we get there. Maybe we get there. But that's not how you get there right now. You're going to run into a brick wall. Yeah, and we've been running into that brick wall. Yeah. And that clip, by the way, you think that the media hasn't been having a field day with it? Yeah, I heard about it from someone else. I yeah. didn't see it, but I heard it from someone else. Now you're bringing it up. And then uh, the sensory overload. Ah, but my my friend, you're going into a very large room with lots of people. You can't, so here's my, I'll outlib you in a sense. So you're saying I have sensory overloads issues. So 
everyone else in the room has to be quiet. Mm, okay, now, so we all have to give up our rights so that we can satiate you who walked into a room full of people with while you have sensory overload. Yeah. It is impossible for that room to be quiet for a long period of time. Impossible. Well, it was way quieter than any similar room at another gathering. Right. Yeah. People were doing the non uh, you know, non-audible clapping and everything. Right, but but look, it's I don't I love you and I, I hope you're okay and I, I want to look out for you and I want to fight for your rights, but you I, I feel like you're not taking into account everybody else's rights. So the whole room has to adapt to you because it's, I just think it's selfish. Yeah. And so a lot of liberals yes. will totally disagree with no, me no, and they'll no. be mad. But okay. It is selfish though. And look, it's sorry to interrupt you. And at some point, John, I want your thoughts too. Sorry. Um, but look, let me just say it is selfish. Uh, yes, when it comes to that sensory over overload guy. But also when it comes to the person who decided to make this issue about gendered language, right? Even gendered language, even when it's appropriate in referring to people who identify with a specific gender, right? Look, the reason why I say it's selfish is because let's keep it real, people. There are Fellow Americans literally dying on the streets right now because we're having a conversation about the next liberal or leftist who isn't using the right language. Like we need to join together. We need a broad coalition of well-meaning people who want economic justice and we need to fight for that together, right? And it's selfish to make it about you we're and never what your sensitivities are. I totally agree. I, we're never going to get the higher wages. We're never going to get to cover everybody's health care, save people's lives, gun control, all the things that matter in the world. If we grind ourselves to a halt with every single person in the room going, but me, but me, I have this very tiny sliver of concern. And it's really important to me. It's true. I'm not minimizing it in that sense. If you've got sensory overload, that is going to be a massive problem for you all across your life and I have great sympathy for you and I want to get help for you. But if the whole room has to stop functioning so that we don't overload you, and then I gotta address that dude. I See, I got no patience for that. We gotta get stuff done, we gotta get it done. So, uh, so I, look, we'll get tons of hate for this, but that's okay. Okay, and if you and by the way, I'm not a Democratic Socialist of America. Uh, and now the last part will make might make people even the most angry. Um, comrade, nah, I'm not calling anybody comrade. Okay, so it's incredibly stupid politics. Okay, like and and I'm not going to do it. Uh, and I don't. And you're not my comrade. Uh, okay. You're, you're, you know, your fellow citizen. I love you. I'm gonna fight for you like no one fights for you. But I'm not calling you comrade, and I'm not using Soviet terminology. It's incredibly stupid. So sorry. Okay. So, so John, I get agree, us out of this. I agree in some ways. <laughs> I disagree in other ways. Um, I'm also not going to call someone comrade, except ironically. I'll do it ironically. Yeah, yeah. It's funny and then somebody that, will get do mad that. at that. What's I won't do it in a meeting on video. That bothered me the least. Like yeah, yeah, I agree. I don't agree. really care. I just care when the like, yeah, when the room comes to a screeching halt and we stop having an important discussion because one person got super sensitive about using yeah. gendered language. And again, if she had gone up there and referred to a transgender woman as a man, then yeah, we then have we're a problem. In a, then we, we got House despairing on your side, right? And then we're in a fury fighting for that. To respect that transgender person, yes, you got no right to call her by something that she isn't. Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah, I want to. So I want to return to that. Yeah. I, I will say I am a member of DSA, although I've never gone to a meeting. Certainly not a meeting like that. Uh, I'm, yeah, I guess I mean I, I philosophically line up with them. I support yeah. the same sorts so of candidates you're a DSA and everything. Lurker, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for long time lurker, first time poster. Um, <laughs> so. I, in all of the interactions I've ever had with either democratic socialism or democratic socialists, I've never seen anything like that. And so you already yeah. acknowledged this in the beginning. Yes. This is a thing, but I don't think it's any anything having to do with the DSA, no, other than I, the fact yes. that it happened at their meeting. Let me please reiterate that. This is not a DSA thing. This yeah. is I'm having a I'm doing a broader commentary about what I've been seeing for years now on the left. Mm -hmm. And I think that it it just distracts people from 
our, what our common goals are. Yeah, and our well, common goals. That's where. Goals, yeah, go ahead. That's where I disagree to some extent. Um, I don't think that we can simply say that we do have common goals or that we prioritize those goals in the same way. Then we're Let's well, just keep perhaps it I guess, yeah. but but for some people, the, these sorts of issues are the most important thing to me. I mean, even for me, my, the most important issue to me has changed over time. Mm-hmm. Now. Everything that I prioritize now has probably been somewhere in the ecosystem of my values, but I haven't always prioritized it. Um, and so we can't always expect that everyone will. We can try to persuade them, certainly. I try to do that with yeah. a lot of issues. Um, the, 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 the sensory overload thing, I, get, I, I feel very similar to you. It's, I don't like being in big crowds. I don't like going to certain sorts of places, but if I go there, I'm there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In fact, I'm glad you said that because it, uh, it. I'm a hardcore introvert. Yeah. I, I, it triggers something for me. And now, by the way, someone just yelled at me on Twitter for using the word triggered, and I shouldn't use it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so I go to Disneyland. I've told this story a couple of times on air before, right? For the kids, and I don't like being in. Big crowds. I'm not good with spatial reasoning. It's kind of a funny thing to say and a funny thing to be. But like, I'll bump into people too many times. They'll bump into me. I'll get really annoyed. I I hate. I don't like any part of it. Now, if I go to Disneyland, like everybody clear out. Everybody clear out. I have crowd phobia. So you all go home now. (laughs) No, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. When you go to Disneyland, you sign up for getting bumped into. That's just life. Yeah. And if you can't adjust to that. Ah, I'm sorry, but you, you, that's there's nothing I can do. Like I can try to help protect your rights, but you can't then trample on other people's rights. It actually reminds me of that Disneyland mom mm-hmm. who was like, Lost "Who are it. these single women coming in here like sluts?" That's her language. Yeah, okay, yeah. and and standing in a pretzel line. They should all go home. Yeah. No, you don't get the. Everybody gets to go to Disneyland. That's, yeah. You guys, the, the planet is melting. Like it's it is like it's okay so run for the mountains as Andrew Yang says. So here's the thing. Um, no, what was that? It, if you're interested in protecting communities, let's first focus on protecting the largest community. It's the human race, yeah. right? Like this is what I mean when I say common goals. Like there are giant issues at play, and I think I think everyone on the left agrees on on those priorities. I could be wrong. I could be living in a bubble where I somehow stupidly think that doing something about climate change and doing something about the economic injustice in this country should be the priority. But I, but I don't know. I don't know. Maybe policing language needs to be the priority. I don't agree with that. But but I also that's another way that I disagree with you. I don't necessarily disagree with some of your frustrations. I, I share them to some extent. Like that, the last um, I will say person. Because I don't know for sure, I didn't see on video, who said, don't use gendered language that way. If he is saying that. If, if sorry, if the, if the person, that. because I don't, I honestly don't know. I, I assume that it is someone who, who self identifies in that way. Um, says that someone else can't want to be identified in a certain way. You don't get to do that to that. Like if, if the, so the first guy who stood up and said, he, him. Huh? If someone else called him he, huh? and you were to step in and say you can't call him he when that's how he self-identifies, I don't know what I don't know what that is, and and that's what it seemed like. I might have missed something. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, you get to determine what your self-identification is. Right. Exactly. You don't get to say that someone else doesn't get to self-identify in a certain way. That's literally what the conservatives do. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. Oh, but but the way that I disagree. Sorry. Super fast. Is I don't. I, I don't. Yeah. Think, I was gonna say. I think you agreed yeah, to some extent. <laughs> um, I don't think this is why we're losing. I look. I, that video is gonna look bad or whatever. I don't think that like if you compare it's it's in the list, but if you compare this to voter suppression, the right. buying of politicians, all that no, stuff, no, no, it's no. so far down the no, list. No, but I think. why? It, okay, but the voter suppression issue. Why do you think voter suppression? Why are Republicans mm-hmm. able to sex, successfully accomplish all of their objectives, including voter suppression, mm-hmm. including stacking the courts in their favor, including stacking the Supreme Court in their favor, because they're methodical. They're mm-hmm. tr- like they're tribal to a fault, right? Um, but they don't care. They don't care about focusing on the the little things that might annoy one group of Republicans or right wingers against another group of right wingers. They realize that hey, we want a fascist state. So here's what we're going to do to accomplish a fascist state, which is why evangelical voters will let Trump slide 
in his, I don't know, rendezvous with porn stars mm-hmm. and the hush money payments, right? They're not gonna go after him on that because they share a common goal, yeah, which is authoritarianism and theocracy. Yeah, so but I, I, I'm kinda in the middle of you guys, literally and figuratively, <laughs> in that, no, we don't lose elections because of this, we lose elections because of money and politics. But they do use this as wedge issues, that's true, but they but they use wedge issues that are they never even get to this they they just say we you know gay people shouldn't have the same rights transgender people coming. shouldn't have the same rights latinos yeah. are not the same as us they're not even getting to he him that's more of like a online youtube thing where a crowder will, will you know make that mount uh uh mohill uh, Mountain out of a molehill, mm-hmm. and so for the young that are online, you're right. That's a much bigger issue mm-hmm. in terms of electoral politics. Ain't nobody getting to he him, right? So now we're going to get off of politics in a second. And I, but before we do, and as we wrap up the YouTube thing here, I also speaking of making a mountain out of a molehill, I don't want to pull Bill Maher here. Okay, so mm-hmm. Bill Maher is gets is so obsessed with free speech on college campuses. Because he gets paid speech on college campuses, yeah. and so it's personal to him, and he and he makes it seem like the largest issue in the country. This is not the largest issue in the country, which is both Anna's point and John's point in ironically two different ways, right? Anna's saying, "Hey, let's focus on the larger issues," and John is saying, "Yeah, and remember, like if you're mad about this, if this is also not the largest issue, and it's okay, it's a small issue. Let's move on and and, and tackle the big ones." Uh, so now we're gonna do some fun uh, stuff like making fun of John and uh, and especially and, since he disagreed with yeah. me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she's no longer defending me on the board game stuff. Yeah, and and why Check is me. Reno, Nevada, encouraging middle-aged women to have extramarital affairs? So mm. all that's coming up. YouTube guys, uh, we love you. We show a portion of the show. Uh, tyt.com/slash/join uh, to become a member. And get the whole uh, 90 minutes podcast, guys. You know, you get a full hour. All right. So uh, let's go to. So I'm done with the essay, although uh, I will note for the record that Anna, who doesn't like politics on old school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, know, I know, I totally brought up the political. I just felt, I just, I don't know. Okay. I just felt like that needed to be talked about. No, you need yeah. to be, you need to vent. And I, and I largely agree with your venting. And oh, and I'll say for the record for the billionth time. And I might have said it like, I'm sure I said it in the first year of the Young Turks 17 years ago. We'll know the country's fixed when the left turns on me and says I'm way too moderate, okay? Hey, good news, we're almost there. Yeah, <laughs> okay. does not feel fixed, but okay. Yeah, no, no, but we're definitely not there, but we're almost there. I mean, look, if we start winning and we win on the big issues and you know elections, amendments, whatever it is, I don't want to get back into all that. But yeah, and when I don't like the word comrade, when I this, that, people will be like, especially the younger generation, oh, this guy's an old conservative asshole, right? So I look forward to it, <laughs> that means that we're back in balance. Okay, uh, <laughs> I think that even in my view of the world, we're back in balance when people consider me an <laughs> no, but like I'm actually amused because in your view, we're back in balance based on where you are. Like it's based on you. Like you're the metric, right? But, but you know what though? He's the fulcrum. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> so I understand how arrogant it sounds. Nonetheless, I persisted. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's been consistent. That's right. If there's one, nonetheless, he's consistent. Um, no, I am the center. Okay, and. And I was considered the radical left for a long time because we were completely out of whack in this country. And, and, and I don't mean in the country, actually, in Washington, in the power centers, right? Mm-hmm. So, the rea- and why do I say I'm the center? Not because I have this grand view of myself, I alone am the center, right? Mm-hmm. No, literally, based on the polling, almost all of my opinions poll at 65% or higher at this point, right? So, and it's largely a matter of coincidence and some degree of education. I got there through talking through different stuff and listening to literally, in a sense, the American people, you guys. So as much as I you know, have fun and say I ignore the tweets, etc. Ironically, I've listened to comments online more than almost anyone has. And and I think that a decent job of weeding out the really interesting, smart, intelligent ones, etc. But 
like for example, I I, I was not in. This is an example I use often, but there are many examples. I was not in favor of uh, abolish ICE. I didn't think that it was uh, a good political idea. Now you could say that I'm wrong about that uh, because that's the principled and right thing to do. And look at all the abuses that ICE has done since uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez came up with that, right? Uh, but it polls at 29%. So mm -hmm. right or wrong, I'm the center, right? I'm the center of the country. And now if I get to be center of Washington, I don't mean me personally, but my views. That means yeah, we're back in balance. We're actually listening to a great majority of the country. Yeah, if the, if the country moves in terms of leadership to the left. Yeah. To the point where your views are considered center. Yeah. Then yeah, that would be, that would be amazing. It really would. Amazing. Uh, can we stop talking about politics? Yes, okay. I'm moving to Reno, okay? So I don't know if you guys have seen this billboard because it's around here somewhere. Uh, and I wrote this down a long time ago and I forgot to bring it up. Um, so there's a, a billboard that's for Reno, Nevada that says, here, let me try to find it here. Um, great, Oh, here we go. It just, it has three, um, relatively middle-aged women, right? Mm -hmm. So they're not college girls or anything like that. Um, and they're having a great time <laughs> and it says, okay, they're like this. And it says, no one has to know. Oh, naughty. Okay, I'm like, wait a minute, what does no, no one have no to way. know? <laughs> right? Like I get like whatever, what happens in, uh, in Vegas stays in Vegas, like uh -huh. we know that, right? But no one has to know sounds even dirtier. Right, like, don't worry, your husbands don't have to know. Yeah. No one has to know. Yeah, like nobody's like, let's go play Monopoly. No one has to know. <laughs> okay, you only say, well, John might, but <laughs> okay, but you only say that if you're gonna do something dirty, dirty. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I was just amused that they put it on a billboard. I'm amused that the marketing has shifted toward women because for a long time it was all about like. I don't know what were those Ashley Madison, and it's yeah. like some businessman in a suit, and he's like a skeezy motherfucker, like cheating on his wife with some <laughs> sugar Shasperian. baby. Yeah, <laughs> um, and now it's like you know what, ladies, you can be skeezy motherfuckers too. <laughs> Congratulations, yeah. you've arrived. You're the new yeah. center. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, whatever, man. Like life is short, but it's also long. So I, I really, I don't care. Like, do, do you, Booze? I don't like it. You don't like it? Ah. No. <laughs> I, look, I don't not. want to encourage it, but at the same time, life is short, but it's also very long. <laughs> I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> you know what it means. Like, it's not long. By enough. the way, okay, so I actually had a conversation with a friend of mine because she's um, you know, she's in a monogamous relationship. She has been for a while now. I think a little, like a year longer than I've been in, in my marriage. Um, or my relationship with my husband. And um, she hasn't s slept with anyone else, but at a friend's birthday party, she told me that she had a few too many drinks and there was an, an attractive guy there and uh, she made out with him. But hmm. it stopped there, mm, right? Yeah. And she felt this out of control, overwhelming sense of guilt and mm -hmm. it was just kissing. Mm -hmm. I, and I'm not saying that just kissing isn't a big deal, but it's not like there was any penetration or anything like that. They were making out, she was drunk and it was a one time thing. She never saw the guy again, gone, right? There's no emotional attachment, nothing. Um, and she told me she was like for, and this happened a while ago. So she's like for a year straight, I was just constantly afraid that he was gonna find out. I felt guilty. I questioned whether I should tell him. I'm like, don't tell him. That could don't only hurt him. you. He's don't not going to find out. Yeah, don't tell. Him. But like, it's weird because I get, I understand for people who do cheat, right? I understand the desire to feel that excitement again because that's really what it is. Of like, course. Yeah. When you're with the same person, it doesn't matter like how fine he is or she is. Like, it's the same person. Or they are. And like, or they. Or yes. they, he, him. Okay. So I was referring to a group of people, yeah, but I get what you're they saying. They are, um, but like the when you kiss someone new for the first time, it's like like the feeling is different. I don't know. I can't explain. It's like the the excitement, knows. the yeah, yeah, butterflies. butterflies. When you get married or when you enter a monogamous relationship, you're never gonna feel that again. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's you have that to look forward to. Yay! <laughs> no, but I will say this. You know what feels way better than those butterflies? Mm. Stability.
You think right? so? Yeah. Uh, yeah, right now I, I think so. Yeah. Right? So yeah. I'm I'm in a good place right now and also way too busy and completely disinterested in like any of the billboard situation going on. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, uh, yeah. ain't nobody busy. got time to uh, for nobody to, for know, affair. Has to know. Yeah. Right. No, an affair, I don't for people. <laughs> an affair married, in this economy? If you're married <laughs> and you're also working full time and you're trying to maintain some sort of affair, what is like what is wrong with you? First of all, you're not working hard enough. Work harder. Oh my god. Yeah. Secondly, go to a board game convention, have some fun with your life. Also do that. You probably get an affair there too. Uh, but for some of those people, the theory is they're having the affair to destroy their relationship. Yeah, I think that there's truth yeah, in that. Yeah, for some guys, for, for some guys. Mm-hmm. The theory is they're having a relationship to orgasm. Okay, yeah. right? Like that's why they're having the affair. Uh, yeah, or what I'm saying is, is that it's not like they're they're trying to long-term maintain an affair and a job and a relationship. They don't want the relationship, so they have the affair. They get kind of sloppy. The person finds out, they get divorced. Oh no. Mm, I don't think it I think for some No, some, for some percentage. Of course, of course, yeah. of course some percentage. Look, for for uh, you know, people like to oversimplify and I'm kidding around about guys, right? Although we are far simpler creatures than, than women, let's just keep it real. Oh, okay. I know. Yep. I uh, so, <laughs> uh, but yeah, a lot of guys uh, feel like they're not getting enough attention at home or whatever, and that's what leads them to to cheat. Some are bored, some are this, some are that, yeah. and yes, and 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 some women understand this, but they're in a minority. Most women uh, refuse to understand this. Some just want to get laid. Okay. And that blows people's minds, and but no, they they're horny and they want to have sex with someone else. That's it. It doesn't like, mean a goddamn thing. So even if like the relationship is great and they're getting everything that they need at home, they just want to have sex with someone else. Is that what you're saying, or you're saying they're not getting what they need at home? It's, no, no, I'm uh, just saying it doesn't matter. You could be getting it 24/7 at home. So look, uh, for me, uh, the stability <laughs> thing is 100% true. Uh, <laughs> I got enough problems in my life. I'm Neo. I got all this <laughs> stuff to worry about, right? Um, but I've said this on air before too. Before I got married, I definitely cheated on my girlfriends. Okay, and uh, life is too short. And uh, and there was another uh, attractive woman. Did it mean that I had a bad relationship? Not at all. I, I loved my girlfriends. They were wonderful, wonderful, and I had a great. And I was a serial monogamous in a lot of ways. I went out Were with people you? for four years. <laughs> to well. Define that word. Yeah, seriously. You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. <laughs> Inconceivable. Um, but uh, uh, okay. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, but uh, it, it didn't mean a goddamn thing. It didn't mean like when I, it, you know what? Like I, I was at a club. There was a hot girl. It seemed like she wanted to have sex with me. Uh, I, I I will never stop being amazed at that. Okay, and I remember like, oh my god, you also want to have sex with me? That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. You're really attractive. Let's go do that, wow. <laughs> right? Yeah, smooth. <laughs> <laughs> so I assume that's where the story ends, right? <laughs> if the dial of affairs was turned to low, it's quickly moving in the hot position. Well, it, it, it did when I was single, and I and look, yeah, look, and there's a lot of things people are going to judge me for in this episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I did. Yeah, I definitely did that. And so, and and look, everybody's different. Uh, and I didn't break up w- with uh, the the people that I was dating because. Uh, I I loved them, and I had there was nothing wrong in our relationship. It was just like a physical, like a physical thing. That, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. No, I, I I actually do get it. Um, I mean, I would I wouldn't want it to happen to me. Right, right. I mean, somebody so you don't get cut. Yeah, somebody's <laughs> definitely gonna get cut. But I'm not even sure you do get it. No, I get it. I do. Yeah. I yeah. do get it. Um, look, so marriage is hard. Like it's super hard. Um, and it's super hard for so many reasons that you don't even expect going into it because we are all so busy and to some extent self-absorbed all of us all of us think about it oh for no a not me i'm no. the center the center of the entire political <laughs> system plus i'm neo but i'm not self-absorbed <laughs> so like for me okay i i didn't really know this about myself until recently um i am not really that physically affectionate right in fact i love my space um uh-huh. i don't want to cuddle 
I'll cuddle for like maybe five minutes, and then like I'm hot and you're heavy, like you know, like. But it's not. It's 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 just the way I am, right? But I love you. I just don't want you to be on top of me all day. Like you can't. Yeah, you know what you're getting at that point? Sensory overload. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And Christian's body, I don't know what it is. First of all, Christian's body. Okay. But secondly, <laughs> no, like he's, I'm getting sensory overload. He's, he's like, <laughs> no, he's, to be fair, Christian has an excellent body. He does, he does. He emits fire. Like he's so hot. <laughs> like physically hot. Like, like uh, yes. Um, well, good. If that's the standard, then I'm really hot too. <laughs> So, um, you know, but he's a very, he likes touch. That's his, uh, you know, the love languages. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, my love language is words like validation, tell me you love me. Like, that goes a long way for me. For him, it's physical touch, right? Mm. And so, the reason why I bring this up is because I want to be cognizant of his needs. Because if you don't give your partner their needs, if you're, if you're constantly selfish and you're thinking about what you want and what makes you comfortable, then you're gonna be in a lot of trouble. So there's 100%. a lot of compromise that comes along with marriage, and it's doubly difficult because we all have full-time jobs, we all have all these stressful responsibilities at the workplace, and when you come home, you kind of just want to do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. But you have to compromise and you have to, you know. Give your partner a little bit of what they want because you expect it in return, right? Yeah. No, no. By the way, that that actually is stunningly good advice. Uh, so here, I give you a quick example for my marriage. Uh, so I I'm also verbal, and so I will praise my wife. And if you if you're a verbal person and you heard me praising my wife, you'd be like, this guy's a rock star, man, really great. But it turns out my wife doesn't give a about that. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, she uh, there's like she read this thing and read it to me and I thought it was actually really interesting about five different kinds of love, but it doesn't really matter. It could be six, it could be four. It's just that people uh, perceive it in different ways, receive it in different ways, and it turns out the thing that she loves is me taking out the garbage. Mm-hmm. Okay? And but again, I'm being a little uh, uh, pretty literal. So it's called acts of service. Mm-hmm. So when you do acts of service for Wendy, she feels like that is showing true love. And so the other day I put away the dishes in the dishwasher and she's oh. like beaming. Oh she's so happy mm. and filled with joy and yeah. love, etc. Whereas if I was like, oh baby, oh you're the greatest, she'd be like, get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> you're emitting fire. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So it's true. So you should it's, look, it's important in all of life, it's also important in politics. But most of all, it's important in your relationship to see things from the other person's yeah, perspective. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Can I can I bring this back to the the sign initially? Yes. Yeah. Um, all that's interesting too, and I'm sure I'll be all messed up as soon as I get married. It's coming soon. Um, You're not going to be messed up. It's wonderful. It's just it takes work. Yeah. Any relationship, including your friendships, it takes work. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I mean, oh my we, god, I just had an epiphany. Sorry to interrupt. You're going to be such a f-ing great dad. Oh. Isn't he gonna be like Am the greatest he dad? Is, he is. Uh, I don't know. Can I tell a quick? Oh, you haven't heard me talk about kids before, have you? <laughs> oh, no, really? No, no you are not buying be a great it. Dad. Not buying it. Can I just tell a super quick story and then we'll get back to the billboard? It's about you. It's a story about you. In that case, yes. Okay. Proceed. <laughs> all right. Take all so, the time you want. I will never forget this. Uh, you and I were having breakfast. Uh, we wanted to meet up and talk about some work project before going into work. And so as we're having breakfast, there's um, a father with, I think his son, I don't remember that part clearly, but it was a parent with a young child. And uh, the parent was reading Star Wars to the kid. Oh, okay, like a kid's book. Do you remember that? Vaguely. Oh, I remember it like it was yesterday with yeah. the exception of the genders. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it was just really sweet because like I didn't notice it, didn't care. But you noticed it and you said, I want that one day. Hmm. And I thought it was so cute and so sweet. And I'm like, I really hope you do get that because I think you will be a good dad. We'll see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd be shy. Look, uh, uh, once again, hold on. Um, <laughs> We're the worst. You want to get me? I'm going to my desk. <laughs> so uh, I've said this once before, at least on the show, but it happened. It happens all the time. So I just wanted to. Uh, I was walking with my two kids and. It's so unfair the the advantages that dads have oh, uh, in terms of perception, right? Uh, we weren't doing anything special. We were just walking, and you know, I'm always like joking around with the kids, so we're generally happy, right? 
but it was nothing extraordinary. And like, you should see how people look at us, especially women. They're like throwing roses at my feet, right? <laughs> and you'd have thought like I won a Nobel Prize or something. Like they're like, yeah. they're all like, oh, oh, I want a dad, I want a dad. Just for existing with the two kids. I know, I, I want right. women to stop doing that. Like let's stop rewarding <laughs> fathers for being fathers, right? Like because there's a lot years. of judgment toward women years. and how they're parenting, right? 100%. Oh, it's so cold. The the, the baby's not dressed appropriately. Oh, would you could you believe that? She's not disciplining the kid correctly. Oh, would you look at that? The kid the kid is being uh, treated too strictly. Like just shut the up, right? <laughs> and also, don't reward a dad for doing what a dad is supposed to do. Like yeah. they're doing the bare minimum, so let's just like not say anything because they don't deserve it. Okay? <laughs> yeah, she's so salty. She's no. like the saltiest person on earth. No, I'm just okay. saying that like if you see a mother at the park with her kids and she's having a great time with her kids, does anyone point to that mother and say like, oh my god? Great mom, no, never. Almost never, almost never. Yes, and, that's true. and in the same situation where I'm walking with the kids and they're joking around and stuff. Now, if you take me out and put my wife in, it's possible that somebody looks at that from a completely different lens. Like, when the kids look a little out of control, right? <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? When the kids look out of control with me, they're like, "Oh, what a fun dad!" Totally, yes. <laughs> somebody give wow. them a Nobel Prize. So you have that to look forward to. Yeah, Super we'll see. easy standards, John, for dads. Low bar. I think that at a certain point, a certain age where you can read them a book and they know what you're saying and stuff like that, that sounds good. But the first couple years just seem like it, it really fundamentally bothers me how irrational babies are. Well, I got really bad news for you because I interviewed somebody. They cry. It, they, they don't yeah. even, you're not, you don't even know what you're saying. That's talk. not language. You're not even close. Yeah. Why are you screaming? You're okay. surrounded by people. This isn't about you. Imagine if you <laughs> really, really need overload. something. You yeah. desperately need or want something, mm -hmm. and you don't know how to communicate. You'd cry too. Yeah, just suffer silently for a little while. <laughs> Never mind. You'd be a terrible. We father. were in a crowded <laughs> convention <laughs> hall, <laughs> and this baby starts shouting. I'm like. How do you think that that's appropriate contextually for the situation you're in? No, no it's hard, but first you're, few years are different. But when they get older, then, and, then it'll be fine. As Anna and I are to that DSA moment, mm -hmm. you are to babies. Yeah, but I mean, once you yeah, get up to a little rational. bit older, like I, I recently played, I'm gonna make this needlessly nerdy, but the last video game I played was God of War. Mm -hmm. You might have heard of it, it's a series about a guy who kills gods or whatever. But anyway, the most recent one, he's a little bit older, his wife has just died, and he's going on a journey with his young son to scatter her ashes at the peak of the highest mountain in Norse mythology or whatever. Um, but the kid's with you the whole time, and the father hasn't really been a father, he doesn't know the kid, the kid doesn't know the father. And they have this journey of coming to understand each other through the course of like 30 hours of interaction. And it was actually pretty fascinating and it really made me interested in being a dad. To, because the whole time you're teaching the kids things and you're showing them things that you've seen but the kid hasn't. Yeah. I, don't know, I just thought that was interesting. Well, that, because that's what yeah. life is. That's exactly but, what happens. But it's also, it's, it's interesting to see that as, as the years have gone by, and gamers are getting older, there's more games that cater to like parents and things like that, that explicitly yeah. like delve into family stuff and fatherhood and everything. Well, so as I'm going to be the new center one day, we hope, uh, we're also the new old. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, look, all of a sudden, I mean, when we started this, everyone in the company was single and pretty young, mm -hmm. right? Now, there's kids I, every day out there. Yeah, there's like uh, most people are married. Even John found someone. What the f right? Know, know. Like a hot someone, super hot. <laughs> yeah, someone. at yeah. home, my fiance is like, yeah, how did he? <laughs> yeah, and so anyway, seriously, we, we are. Of course, we're getting older and older. It's true. It's true. Anyways, uh, just last thought on on the kids thing. Uh, I uh, had a guest on the conversation today, and he said uh, we have to. Rehabilitate juveniles, even if they committed murder, and we can't put them in prison for life. Because one of the reasons is, other than being decent, moral human beings, etc., is that your brains aren't fully, fully developed until the mid 20s. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you're not actually, you're constantly in flux until then. And then you're more set, of course, life is always in flux, but, but your brain is way more set in the mid 20s. So who you were as a 16 year old is sometimes quite literally not who you are as a 25 year old. Mm -hmm. So I say this to depress John because 
Like both is good. Like when they're baby, they're not adult Iderola, right? Mm. You know, they're uh, and and so their brains are not fully formed. They don't know language. That's why they go ah, right? They seem to think that they're communicating though. Yeah, well, they are in their way, and they're you know yeah. it, you know malformed brains. <laughs> <laughs> they're not demons, imps, <laughs> <Right>. half man. <laughs> that also, is their uh, mode of communication. But but it doesn't ease up till they're twenty five. Oh my so god! Good luck, and okay? I've lost interest by then. <laughs> the other thing I noticed is no one is as confident at something they're terrible at as a kid who's just learned to walk. They, they're not even close. Wow, you are directing your <laughs> anger at like all. I'm not the actually wrong. angry. It's just they're running full tilt, not even putting their hands out. They're just like, I got this. No, they're no, leaning forward I, the whole way. Okay, so let me. That's actually something. You're gonna, that you're gonna eat it. No, you're gonna eat it. You, I love that John's pet peeve is the irrationality of children and babies. No, no, but like, let me just say something. The best thing about kids is that they remind you of everything you forgot about yourself. Mm -hmm. Right? That's Ooh, what I love that about was kids. Deep. Somebody write that. Down. Because you're fearless when you're a kid, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you're a lot more fun loving and curious when you're a kid. That's why I love spending. Look, I don't know if I'm ever gonna have kids. I it scares me and I don't really want the responsibility. Like let's do it at the same time. No. Come no, on. No, it's not gonna help. Like I just don't that got weird. I don't want to do <laughs> I like that. <laughs> okay, but that doesn't tail. mean I dislike kids. Like I love kids. I just don't want to have to be responsible for them. So I spend a lot of time with my niece. And what I love about it is that I feel like we're teaching each other things because she's teaching me about the parts of myself that I forgot. You know, because yeah, as yeah. you get older and you become more concerned about your responsibilities, you're a lot more cautious. Mm -hmm. You're 100%. a lot more, I, I don't know, maybe anxiety ridden, filled with fear about certain things. I miss the fearless part of me. 100%. And she reminds me of that. And totally. I, I love it. It probably also helps that she looks like exactly like you must have looked at that age. She does look a lot like she, me. I like <laughs> it. It's just going back in time. It's you holding younger you and saying, teach me what it's like to be young. Well, yeah, well, that's how. I, I am with pro, and but also with joy because she doesn't look as much like me. She looks a lot like my sister and Wendy combined. And but joy is God. We lucked into the perfect name for her because she's just filled with joy, and she really is. And she's like bouncing around, and she's always like, "Yes, what's next? Let's do something else." Oh my God, LOL, doll, it cries. That's so much fun, right? <laughs> and she'll run around, and then, like you said, yeah, she's fearless. She's and even more fearless than Pro, even though she's younger. And then, yeah, and at some point, she'll make a mistake. She'll be like, "Wow, boom, fall down." I'm like, "Oh no, oh, I see it right." But and she like, gets right back up, right? She springs back yes. up and goes, "I'm okay." Yes. I'm okay. Yes. <laughs> and then looks for her new uh, fun quest. I love kids. Yeah. Um, like, okay, so just quickly about my niece again, because I can't, I can't stop. Um. She's just like me, personality-wise, and I noticed it first, right? So let me give you some characteristic traits. Um, she is insanely obsessed with independence. She doesn't want anyone to help her put her shoes on. She doesn't mm. want anyone to pick out her clothes for her. She doesn't want anyone to turn off the light. Like you know, she's still super young, so you got to help her when you take her to the mm. bathroom. But she wants you to like do the minimum in helping her. She mm -hmm. wants to turn the light off. She wants to open like the or turn on the faucet. I love that about her, but she's also insanely moody. And so <laughs> I noticed that as well, and I was like, mm, not a good characteristic trait we share, right? <laughs> but I didn't say anything to anyone in my family because it's annoying. Everyone thinks the kid takes after them and blah, blah, blah. And so I kept yeah, it to myself 100%. until my mom brought it up. And I was like, I know, she's just like me. Like she has bad moods? <laughs> she, of course, my mom brought that part up. But like the independence <laughs> thing, um, when I was very little, I would talk to myself a lot, uh -huh. and she talks to herself. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow! DNA is an amazing thing. It really man. is. Yeah. Um, and when I would talk to myself, I would. This is super cheesy, but like I would. Anyway, I'm gonna move on. No, I want to um, know what this is now. Oh, come what on! Is this? Everybody wants to know. So I remember talking to myself when I was little, yeah. um, and it would always be me like acting, right, uh -huh. or doing some sort of show, like some yeah. sort of performance. Right, or that's telling so a story. Uh -huh. And it's crazy because I feel like I've had that in my blood. Like, that's why I'm doing what I'm doing now for work. Okay, you want to hear something equally trippy? Mm -hmm. um, not like when I was 
eight, I don't think, but certainly when I was 16, uh, I would give speeches in the house. Yeah. I would give political <laughs> speeches. I'm not playing like You full, were just like waiting for YouTube. You <laughs> <laughs> sitting around like, when are they gonna release YouTube? <laughs> I still remember some of them, and I think I'm gonna use them at some point. Wait, do you agree with your positions in it? Yeah, no, no, it wasn't specific. It was more inspiring political speeches. It wasn't, <laughs> and it was the liberal side of me. It wasn't like, okay, okay a speech about, and then we will crush them all, mm. okay, because they do not look like us. <laughs> no, it wasn't like that. Yeah. Um, so if your niece ever cuts anyone, then we know. Oh, oh yeah. We know. <laughs> oh, and that's one other thing. She's, she's an A type personality, and she. I don't know if this is a good thing, and it needs to be, uh, I guess, controlled to some extent. But she likes to give orders. Uh, she loves uh, to give orders. So, like, she tells it. people what they need to do. Like, okay, you need to do answer. this. You need to do that. Nobody <laughs> wants a little kid telling them what they need. Okay. <laughs> yeah. so, so, super last thing on the kids thing for me, at least. I think. I hope. Uh, so, uh, pro is a lot like me in a lot of ways. And then sometimes he'll just sit around, and. And Wendy went up to him one day, and he's been sitting there for a long time. She's like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "I'm thinking." I was like, and I was in the corner. Hmm. I was like, "I love this kid." And and, <laughs> and she's like, "What are you thinking about?" And he's like, "Earth." What <laughs> was he thinking? <laughs> I like so I had to go or something, so I couldn't quite tell. But yeah, of course, I was like, "What do you mean, Earth? Oh, that's so awesome! I love that you're thinking about Earth. What about Earth?" He probably doesn't remember anymore. But does he? This is the weirdest question I've ever asked. Does he know about climate change? Uh, yeah, he does. Yeah. So he gets sort of what that means. Sorta. Of, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's yeah. good. But he. So when you're in third grade, as he just was, he's going going into fourth grade. There's a lot of things that they teach you for the first time that's so fresh that you, as an adult, you've forgotten all of it. So they teach you minerals. So he knows all these minerals. I have no idea what the minerals are, right? Mm -hmm. And it's all like fascinating to him, and he learns that, right? Then he learns about the planets. And so he's super fascinated by the planets, and he knows more about the planets than I yeah. do. Then I read the book with him, and I learn about the planets. And then we do calculations. Oh, you'd love this, John. We do calculations for how many days you'd be alive on Jupiter. Because Jupiter has a much longer orbit, yeah. right? How many Earth days you'd be alive? On yeah, Jupiter. yeah, something yeah. along those lines. I forget the exact thing, but it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and then he giggles. The years long, yeah. Yeah, he giggles that like, hey, you'd have uh, your birthday in the first thirty minutes, mm. right? And in Earth time, etc. And we'd be like, oh, you get to live two days on Jupiter. Uh, I think I, I I might have it backwards. Anyway, yeah, yeah, the year would be a lot longer. So a year here would only take you through a small portion of a year there. So your whole life might be much, much, much shorter. Yeah, you're in Earth years. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So you do stuff like that with an eight-year-old, and yeah, that's you know, cool. that's, that's cool. pretty neat, right? Yeah. Is he into dinosaurs? Of course. Oh, I could so be into dinosaurs again. See, all of a sudden, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, let me call Arlene. <laughs> okay, so finally, uh, you were gonna say something about the billboard when we cut you off. Yeah, it's gonna be a bit of a downer, though. Do we really want? That's uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll try to keep it brief then. So, can we bring up the billboard just because it's been a while to remind people what we're talking about? So, the the misbehave yourselves, which that could honestly refer to. Every, oh, that's not the same one. But the other one was nobody needs to know, which could refer to anything. It doesn't have to be sexual. It could be that like. I don't know, they're drinking heavily and they're both pregnant. I don't know, it could be about anything. <laughs> but <laughs> What a weird way to misbehave yourself. <laughs> yeah, like, nobody has to know. Kid, ah. um, but it's probably about adultery. And uh, I, there's little I hate in the world, there's a few things, but there's little I hate more than that. I remember, so I never really went to a bachelor party growing up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I have really nerdy friends, and the few that have gotten married, we've had like nerdy bachelor parties. Oh, of course but, you And are. then I, I learned about bachelorette parties. And in Austin, I think, and someone explained that frequently there's tons of pressure from the women at the bachelorette party to get her to cheat. Really? At the bachelorette party? Not at mine. And I just thought maybe I'm just more, I don't know, maybe I have a weird sort of traditional streak in a certain area, but I could not hate that more than I do. Like that, like I don't, I don't believe the word evil really means anything, but I think that that is pure evil. Like that's like if you were like, you know, it'd be fun. We're gonna bring in a homeless person and we're gonna let her beat the crap out of them. It's like, why are you trying to get them to do something fundamentally horrible that might ruin their marriage, might ruin their life? You're supposed to be the person that is protecting them and supporting them the most. 
And just and guys do it at bachelor parties. Yeah, I bring strippers and stuff. That is totally the agree. most evil thing you normal people do without knowing the they're being evil. What's that? Okay, you're the biggest nerd in the world. Okay, nerd. So, how's this nerdy? Okay, hold on. This nerdy. So uh, prime evil is a bit much, but I get what you're saying. D encouraging the either the bride or the groom to cheat right before they're about to get married is a weird and fairly unacceptable idea, right? But apparently it's socially acceptable. No, apparently it happens to a lot of them. No, but back in the day, guys would get have real bachelor parties. They'd get strippers. I, I see. I'm a nerd too because I was going to say I think they would get hookers, right? And I'm sure that Jeez. the back in the day guys are like, of course. What did you think we were doing, you freaking nerds, right? <laughs> so anyway, and so I think that the guy cheating before the marriage. I don't know what what year, right, in American history was like the standard. Like you were mm. supposed to do that. It'd be super weird if you didn't do that on your bachelor party. But then it developed into, yeah, strippers. But strippers isn't cheating. That's no big mm -hmm. deal. If you have sex I'm not with talking a stripper, about I'm not talking about strippers. I mean, I don't think I'm going to Wait, gonna you mean thing, like but. if a stripper just like dances or whatever? No, no, you have sex with a stripper. That's fine. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm <laughs> kidding. No, you just get a lap dance. That's not, you don't think lap dance is cheating, do you? No, I mean, I'm fairly certain that my fiance would. <laughs> but no, oh, I, yeah. no I, I'm not gonna have, I'm not gonna have strippers at my bachelor party. If I do, it's probably gonna, we're gonna play Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're no, a dungeon master. I might seduce like an orcish barbarian or something. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, John. But no, but who's the, it's a victimless crime. <laughs> so, uh, no, I look, everybody's different. And there's old school people that are against strippers. There's new school people that are against strippers. And I haven't been, I haven't gone to a stripper and like, 30 minutes. So I'm, you know, it's been a long time. <laughs> he took I'm a break. Kidding. He ran out. Right. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I haven't been to a stripper in a long time, but I don't give a shit. I'll go to one tomorrow. I don't care. Right. And so I don't think it's a big deal. But uh, but that's not cheating. On the other hand, what you said about making out, making out is cheating. You know what? Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. It, it is cheating, definitely. Um, uh, in the next part of this show, I would like to discuss. Um, the midlife crisis that men undergo. Huh, interesting. Yeah. So we're gonna do that next. Podcast folks, love you to death. Rated five stars. Uh, tell all your friends. Share it. I don't know. Can you share the podcast? If you yeah. can, go for it. Uh, and uh, to get the whole show, tyt.com/slash/join. Become a member. Uh, just five bucks. A cup of coffee. Uh, and you support independent media. Go. Thanks for listening to this free clip of Old School. To get the full episodes and more exclusive content, become a TYT member today. You'll love it. Join now at tyt.com slash join.